We are recording. And in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to this episode of Investment Property Income. Uh, I'm... Uh, who am I? As always, I'm your host, Jeff Eady. Wow, that was, that was a tough intro. Thank you, Jonathan Tilger, for joining me as always. And uh, today we're going to be talking about purchase plus improvements. Thank you for joining us, both Jonathan and whoever's listening. Jonathan, this is, uh, this is a big topic. This is a very interesting one. You want to, uh, well, where, where do we start? <laughs> Well, let, let, let me start by saying uh, thanks very much for the introduction. Thank you for remembering your my name ahead of yours. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm having a bit of an identity crisis today. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, so purchase plus improvements. Where would you use this? Why would you use this? How would you use this? Let's start with one of those. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll break it down and say, what is purchase plus improvements? Essentially, it's giving you the ability to build in uh, repair and renovation costs into your mortgage. So I, I like to say, I like to say, okay, so you've gone out, you found the perfect house in the perfect neighborhood in the perfect price point, except the fact that it's got a 30 year old kitchen, uh, the floors all need to be redone. And you go through your budget and you say, listen, we've got the money to buy the house, but we don't have the money to, to do the renovations. I don't want to sit here and live in this house for the next uh, five years in this current situation. Let's pass on this house. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so, that's a tough one. You got the, the late 70s decor happening and uh, the house is perfect. Great size, great yard, great spot. But uh, I don't want to look at that terrible green car shag carpet uh, for the rest of my, my five years that we're going to live here. Exactly the case. Not to mention, okay, the kitchen, the kitchen's in the state it's in. There could be, there could be some health issues that if, because you're going to get all the old cabinetry out uh, because you don't know how long those have been sitting there and all these other things. So it really gives you the ability to build these renovation costs into your mortgage. Um, and I like to let people know this is actually, this started as an insurance program. We, uh, I mean, one of our other podcasts, we spoke about CMHC, Genworth, and the, and the insurers. It actually started as an insurance program. So the insurers started this. So saying the person buying with 5% down, they're, they're typically on a tighter budget. They don't necessarily have the money to do the renovations. So this gives them the ability to do some of the renovations. Okay, and, and, and I, I like I like to just point out that this is usually for I'll say most commonly kitchens, bathrooms, flooring, more your cosmetic. It's not it's not hey I want to buy this house I want to completely gut the place. It's going to be one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. It's not for that type of work. It's more for hey we need to redo the kitchens, need to redo the bathroom. I've done it for I've done it for putting uh, new windows in a house. I've done it for uh, just working with clients, doing a new roof, a new furnace, these different things, where as they're going through, they get the inspection done. Oh, the, the furnace is about to go. We've got to get a new furnace in. We don't have the money. For, well, let's build it into the mortgage. We can get that all, all that done um, at the time of purchase. You know, I, the question I was going to ask is it's purchase plus improvement. So it kind of answers the question, but you couldn't use this on your current place if you re, were refinancing. There are options for refi plus improvement as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, it, it is. It wasn't such a dumb question then. It, it's <laughs> it's less common. You're obviously you're tied to the to the refinance rule, so it's going to cap you at uh, at eighty percent loan to value versus going higher with a purchase plus. 
uh, but it can definitely be done. And, and I'll just say, if you're doing it for an investment property, again, you're going to be capped at the 80% of the, of the purchase price plus the improvement value. Yeah. So if you still, you know, you, with the 20% down, you could still look at a property and say, Hey, you know, it's, it needs 50 worth of rentals or 50,000 worth of rentals. I've got the 20% down, but you can build that 50,000 into the, into the, uh, the, the, the mortgage, as long as it doesn't exceed 20% down. Exactly. So, uh, so with that, you're saying 50,000 worth of rental. So there's a couple checks are going to do on this. Uh, number one, is the work being done? Is it something that will typically increase the value dollar for dollar? So typically kitchens, yes. So you put in a $10,000 into a kitchen renovation, the house is, is usually worth 10,000 more. So kitchens, they will say dollar for dollar. Bathrooms, they'll say dollar for dollar. Flooring, typically dollar for dollar. If someone's saying, I want to renovate a basement, they might not do dollar for dollar. They okay. might say, hey, ba based on our info, a renovated basement will increase the value by, by 80% of the money put into it. So we will only do 80%. And, that, and then what they're going to do is they will look at the loan to value. So if it's 80% loan to value, then they're going to cut that number back to 80%. Sorry, say that one more time. So, so let, let, <laughs> let, let, me, let me go through numbers here. Okay. Just to make it easier. So someone's putting in $10,000 into a kitchen renovation. Mm -hmm. They're buying, let's say they're buying 10% down. Mm -hmm. uh, so with that, they, they will get, I'll say, reimbursed $9,000 for, they put in $10,000, they are doing 90%, so they'll be reimbursed $9,000 for the kitchen renovation. Okay. And I say reimburse because they don't get given the money on closing. What actually happens, all the money gets released to the lawyer, but only the closing amount to buy the purchase is at time of closing. Following the completion of the work is when, is when they will basically coordinate for the uh, appraiser to come out, confirm, yes, there, there is a new kitchen in, this, that, all right. The lawyer that gets instruction, release the balance of the funds. So then would they have to pay for that, that, uh, those improvements up front, or is it already like a lot of contractors would understand, Hey, this is, this is how it works. Once the proper, once it's done, then, then they get payment. So I'll just say they'll need the means to pay for it up front. So if they've got something like a line of credit, they can use to make that happen. Uh, great. Uh, as you say, the other scenario is a contractor, having a contractor who's on board, who understands how the program works, is okay with it. And it can actually be structured so they get paid directly from the lawyer. So they're not even dealing with, well, the money gets released to the client. Now the client's not paying. They know that once things are complete, the lawyer will cut them a check directly. Obviously the lawyer, the contractor, the client, they all need to be on board for, for that to happen. Uh, but it can definitely be done that way. So I guess the mortgage agent or mortgage broker role in that would be to kind of quarterback, quarterback all of that stuff and make sure that everybody's talking to each other. It, exactly the case. And so, and so there, there are a couple things that need to be done up front when you're setting up this program. Number one, I like to say that, that we need to get some quotes for the work being done. So if, the, if you're going into it saying this is something you want to do, we need to go in, obviously myself as the, bro as the mortgage broker, the realtor needs to be involved because you'll need a couple of extra inspections. If you need to get, if you need to get a couple of parties into to get quotes for the work being done, they'll need access to the property. So they'll have to coordinate. And usually this is, this is a condition that they would put into the contract when they're buying the house. 
Ah, uh, that's smart. Yeah. So, so, so put it. So this, this is where this isn't like, okay, after the fact we've done it now, let's apply for this. No, it's something that at the time that we're applying for your mortgage, we need to do it. And your realtor needs to be on board. Uh, just because as I said, they've got to build those clauses in to make sure that you've got an, a couple extra visits. So you can go in to get the quotes done that, that are required. Yeah. So the, the process is we go in, we get the quotes. Well, at the time we're going to apply for, okay, it's going to be about 15,000 is what you need. So mm -hmm. I'm going to apply. I'll usually bump that number up a little bit higher. And I like to say, if we're approved for 20,000 renovations, we only need 15. It's easy. If we're apply, if we apply for 15, but now you need 20,000 renovations. Now we've got to go back through and apply again. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll usually move that number up a little bit as we get the exact quotes. Then we'll just, we'll just basically move it to, okay, here's the exact number we need. Uh, at the time of closing, as I said, it goes to your lawyer, the, the funds get released to close the property, the balance are held in trust. Now you work on getting the renovations completed. Uh, I like to say it's it's usually one to two months is what they like to, to get the work done. I have seen scenarios where it is longer or there have been delays due to weather, um, particularly if you're like the how, the scenario with windows in the winter time. It happened to be really cold winter. So we got delayed by a few weeks because of that. Well, people don't want to live without windows. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and plus, they couldn't really set the windows when it was minus 30 out. So we had to wait till it cooled down to minus five sure. for them to do that. <laughs> cooled down to minus five. <laughs> I love it. So uh, I'm going to ask kind of maybe a dumb question here. Can you use this for a pool? I would say no. I've never had the request for a pool. And the big thing is a pool typically does not increase the value of the property. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, have done it for fencing. I mean, if you're going to put in a pool, you need a fence. So have done it for fencing. The fencing was not a dollar for dollar scenario, just because the, the fence would increase the value of the property, but not necessarily a $10,000 fence would not increase the property by $10,000. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So there's a lot of factors to consider in that. It's, uh, is, there, is there a general rule to what percentage uh, of the mortgage they would, let me try and reword this and get it out. I'm supposed to be the wordsmith. Um, is there a maximum amount they will give you? I guess that's the easiest way to say Ge it. Generally for this program, the numbers, the numbers in a lot of the guidelines say uh, maximum of 40,000 or 10%, basically the lesser of 40,000 or 10% of the home value. Okay. Okay. That's thank uh, you. That's exactly what I was trying to ask. But now, say, saying that, I on on a few scenarios, I have gone a little bit higher than those numbers. But it comes down to really case by case basis. I said, if you're doing your typical kitchens, bathrooms, flooring, usually you'll fall within those guidelines. If we're getting to something a little more substantial, again, it comes down to case by case, and doesn't make sense. Absolutely. So, what? Um... Obviously, we know you need to get pre-qualified for anything like this. This is gonna, this is this is a big deal. But uh, what would be the first steps? Let's say somebody's been pre-qualified, and they're looking at this. They've got their realtor on board, and they're starting to talk to you. What's the first steps they're gonna have to take in order to a figure out if it's the right fit for them, and b figure out how much they can get for it. Yeah, it, it's part. It's part of the pre-qualified amount, and uh, your. I'll just say your pre-qualified amount will not increase based on this program, because, because based on here's your income, here's what you can afford, those numbers won't go up. Uh, I'd say especially people who want to consider this and really have a discussion about in advance, especially if you're looking in a more established area. If you're looking in, in, in a neighborhood where a lot of the houses are 30 years 
or older, you know that a lot of the places you're going to be going into may be the original original flooring, original bathrooms, just original pieces are still in the house that could be a little worn out at this point. So if you are looking at one of these more established areas, uh, this is where it's a good to have the conversation in advance. You understand how it works. Understand, hey, here's, here's what you can afford if Here's the house price you're looking at if it's fully finished. Here's the house price you're looking at if you're going to be putting in some extra work. Okay. So really, you'll get your pre-qualified amount. And what it should do is bring down the purchase price of the house that you're looking for. But then you can factor in how much those improvements will bring up the price of the house. So it could be a good strategy to make a little money at the very least it gives you a place to start from. You know, if you're looking at a $500,000 home and you're, you're approved for $400,000, um, but that's including improvements, you might want to be looking at something that's like three eighty five. dollars Yeah, exactly. Uh, or the mortgage would be three eighty five. dollars Okay, so clear as mud for me. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it, for me, it's, it's challenging to uh, communicate in these technical terms that you do. Um, you know, I, I like simpler wording, but these are truly the words of the professionals that work in the business. And, and, you know, just one more reason why you should work with a broker, because I, you know, I know a lot of these terminologies and I still get confused by them from time to time. So it's kind of crazy. Any, uh, anything you want to say to wrap that up, Jonathan? Uh, really? I mean, it's just important to have the, have the discussion in advance. Um, if you, if, as I said, if you think this, if you're looking in an area where you think this might apply, just have the discussion. There's a lot of a lot of uh, people working in the mortgage industry who don't even know that these things exist. So if you're talking to somebody and they don't bring it up as an option for you, especially based on the area you're looking in, uh, you may just want to have some other conversations to find out is there somebody who uh, who might fit better for your circumstances. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of a really interesting thing. I mean, it's. Knowing that going out into the market, it's like having one more arrow in your quiver, right? Instead of just saying, here's how much I can afford. Well, here's how much I can afford plus improvements should I find a house that needs to be changed. Exactly. And that's pretty cool, actually. Uh, Thanks for that, Jonathan. It's actually really powerful stuff. And it's really just so you don't walk away saying, well, we're going to disqualify this place because of this reason. It gives you, hey, everything else is perfect, except we need a new kitchen. Well, everybody wants that, uh, what is it, uh, John Landis perfect movie house, you know, the tree-lined streets and the, 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 the white picket fence, all of that kind of stuff. But sometimes you find them, but the white picket fence has a terrible kitchen. <laughs> Actually, in most cases, because a lot of times, especially now, we're looking at a, a, an era where baby boomers are starting to downsize or unfortunately die off. And a lot of the homes that they decorated back in the 80s, well, they're not up, they're not the to snuff right now they were great for that family but they don't they don't look the same as a lot of places but those those are the houses that are really starting to come onto the market oh it, completely the case um and with that this also gives you the opportunity to put in the kitchen you really want as mm-hmm. opposed to as opposed to the kitchen that someone else sketched in for you yeah fair all right well as always you are a wealth of knowledge and a scholar and a gentleman thank you so much for listening to this first of all but uh jonathan thank you always for your time i appreciate you very much 
if you haven't already, please go to investmentpropertyincomebook.com. Download your free copy of the uh, book that Jonathan and I co-authored, Arming Investors with All of the Knowledge They Need to Go Out into the Market and Feel Confident. Uh, you can also uh, shoot us an email at ipincome at amortgageplan.com should you have any questions, want to be a guest on this, or uh, if you want to learn how to get pre-qualified, give Jonathan a shout and let him know. Anything uh, Anything you want to add before we sign off here? As always, just uh, such a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, Jeff, and thank you to everybody listening. Really appreciate it. You're a liar. You hate talking to me. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, Jonathan, thank you so much. Everybody have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.